good evening. Hope all of you are doing well. Uh, no, this is not a pretend background. This is actually the real deal. Uh, just uh, sitting out here a beautiful day somewhere in, I have no idea where I am, somewhere in Indiana. Uh, let us get started with today's doc. Today we're going to be learning uh, almost a blot and a half. We're going to learn up until the Mishnah and Yud Amadalev. And we're starting on Ches uh, days. We're starting at Rami Bereda Ragyeva, about six lines into the wide lines. So again, we're starting Ches and Beis, six lines into the wide lines. And we had been discussing the halachos of a koi, of an animal that is a suffix chaya, suffix behema, and whether or not we would do kisui hadam. So here the Gemara introduces another possibility about a koi and why it is that we are reticent to do uh, kisui hadam. Says the Gemara, Rami Bredra Gyeva, he says, hold on one second. Omar, he says, Koi, Hainu, time is only chasina. The reason why Anyomta, why we don't cover the blood of a the blood of a koi, why we don't do kisui hadam, is because we're afraid that people will misunderstand and assume that it's chela that's mutter to eat. And because it's a suffix of chaya and behema, it's not mutter to eat because that's a suffix of raisa. It says the Gemara, that's why on Yantif, we don't, we don't do kisui hadam by a koi. says the Gemara, what does that have to do with Yantif? If you're concerned about people understanding uh, that maybe if they see you doing kisui hadam, they should assume that the chela is that of a behema and therefore mutter. says the Gemara, hold on one second. Even during the week, it should be the same exact concern. The only time that the chaylev is mutter is when it's a, a, a chaya mamish. But this is a suffix, chaya suffix behemoth, we don't know. So therefore, during the week, we should also have the same rule. Says the Gemara, halfway through the wide lines on ches and the days, No, during the week, you're shechting the animal in, in your backyard. It's just lenaker, just to clean up your backyard. You don't want pools of blood. So what you do is you cover it up because you're covering it up, so all is well. And no one will think that it's to be matir chelev. They'll just think that it's because they want you to, uh, uh, they just want to make sure you're, you're keeping your backyard clean. Says the Gemara, maybe, but what if it isn't in a place that you care to keep clean? What would be the din if in fact you were doing this in the alley, a place where you don't care what it looks like? Or or if a person who's going to shech the koi comes to ask a shayla, what then would, you passing for him. Ella says the Gemara, Bechol, if it's during the week, then I might think the following. During the week, even though it's a suffix, uh, so we, everyone will recognize that it's a suffix, so then people will be much reactive, but no one's going to really make the error of assuming that Chela is mutter. People know these halachos better than we assume. But the Yom Tov, when it comes to Yom Tov and you have a suffix, so there, then the rabbis are not going to tell you to go to go uh, to the nth degree to do kisri adam, and we're not going to allow kisri adam by a koi. Basically, we're not concerned about uh, about hataras chelbo of people assuming that this suffix of a chaya suffix of a behema that people will see the kisri adam and therefore assume that it's chelav is mutter when there is a suffix to the status. And the Gemara continues five lines from the bottom. Tani reb zera lo This isn't only true about a koi. Even if you shechted animals that were vaday animals, you shechted an animal that's vaday achaya, which its chelav is mutter, and an animal which is vaday behema, and its chelav is not mutter, but the blood got all mixed up. Still, the chachamim were not much to go cover that up because that blood is a mixture. The animals were not a suffix, but the mixture of the blood is now a suffix as to what blood belongs to who, what blood belongs to which type of animal. 
The only time we say that the Chachamim are not much to do the Kisui Hadam by the Koi or by a case where the bloods of a Behemah and a Chayag got mixed up is where you're not able to cover it with one shovel's worth of dirt. Because that's not considered Tirfa Yisera. That's easy. One shovel full of dirt covers all the blood. Shalom on Yisera. Everybody's happy. That works out great. Says the Gemara, two lines from the bottom of Shita. Absolutely right. Why would you not cover it? It's easy. Why would you not cover it? There is some blood in there that actually belongs to a behemoth. So get it done. It says the Gemara, I might have thought that, well, I think it's going to be one shovel's worth, but there's a chance that it might be two shovels worth. And if that's true, then I'm concerned that I may not be able to, that may not be able to even do the one because maybe I misjudged and I don't need one shovel's worth of dirt. I need to come out that's fine. You don't care. You're, if, you, if your assessment is that it's one, then do the one. If you end up needing two, then, two, then you'll need two, no problem. Similarly, last line, I'm chasim and base. The Gemara says, Amar Rabba, Let's say that you did shrita five minutes before Yom Tov started, but you didn't do Kisui Hadam. The halacha is, We don't do Kisui Hadam. Take a look at Rashi. Second to last line, The shrita was done before. You should have done it before, before Yom Tov kicked in. We don't have to worry about having held back this person from Simchas Yom Tov because the Kisui Hadam is not Me'akev Achila. It is a separate mitzvah in and of itself, and it does not inhibit you from eating that animal. That's what Rashi says explicitly, the last 10 words or so on the page. Because of the fact that you didn't do Kisui Hadam, Lo Mechaser Tzipor Be'achila. Lo Mitzar, excuse me, Lo Mitzar. We don't forbid the bird to be eaten. Therefore, when it comes to Kisui Hadam, if you did the shrita right before uh, Yom Tov kicked in, and you wanted to do the Kisui Adam afterwards, we don't allow for that to take place. Similarly, but with a different result, and not really speaking about Kisui Adam, just conceptually similar, the Gemara says, well, what about a slightly different case? What about a case where Galgel Isa Be'erev Yom Tov, you take five pounds of challah, and you turn it into dough, and now you want to be mafresh, up oh, the clock ticked uh, shkia, now it's, now it's Yom Tov. You are allowed to be mafish. That's what uh, Shita is of Rabbah. Arguing against Rabbah is Avuha de Shmuel, the father of Shmuel. The Chola, they did not live at the same time. Rabbah was a, uh, was a third century Amorah, and Shmuel was a first slash second century Amorah. And this is, father, this is Shmuel's father, so it's doubtful that they overlapped historically. Avua de Shmuel Omar, he says, he was of the opinion, Omar, that even if you have Isa Mamish, still a Mamish. Maybe we should say, maybe the Shita of Shmuel that we're about to see argues on his father. His father said that you're not allowed to be Mamish to Chala. What does Shmuel say? The Omar Shmuel, fifth line on Dav Tesavadalek, he says, she says, you do some kind of hafrash. So the Abu Adi Shmuel said, ain mafresh. Shmuel said, you should be mafresh. So it says, the Gemara, No, they all agree that if you were to, in fact, do the activity of, of hafrasha, it, it would actually work. So therefore, they don't disagree with one another. That brings us to the new Mishnah on Tessim Eight lines down. 
This mission is a continuation of our mission on Daf Beis. Our mission on Daf Beis quoted the number of machlokos between Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel. And here the Gemara continues on that same thing. Beis Shammai omer main molichin as asum Let's say that you have um, two shovach and you have two chicken coops, uh, two pigeon coops, whatever they are. Uh, so the halacha is that you're not allowed to take the ladder from one shovach and says Beis Shammai and bring it to another shovach. So we have shovach number one, it holds 10 pigeons. You have shovach number two, a few feet away, and that also holds 10 pigeons. So from shovach number one to shovach number two, you cannot use the ladder. However, what Beishamai does allow for taking within one shovach and taking the ladder to window one to window two within shovach one, you just can't go from shovach to shovach, says the Gemara, the Mishnah Beishelah Matir. Now let's analyze this. This is version number one of our understanding of our Mishnah. The only time the machlokas of Beis Hillel Beis Shammai applies is when Rabbi Shushar was concerned about what we refer to as marasai. He was afraid that if people were able to see you, that it was in a, a public space, people would think you're taking a ladder, you're going up there to patch the roof. No, people are going to see what you're doing. It's a special ladder specifically made for the shovach, specifically made for the chicken coop. No one's going to think twice about it. Lemashal, if you have that ladder that everybody has in their libraries, that you have a ladder in your library, so that's a specific kind of ladder. It has a look to it. It has wheels on the bottom. No one's going to confuse that with the ladder that you use to go fix a light bulb outside in your house. No one. So here too, Basil says, what are you talking about, Beishama? It's totally fine. Everybody knows what they're looking at. There's no more sign. Everybody knows that this ladder is perfect for the Shobach. Nothing to worry about. Aval. Halfway down, Testament Aleph Aval, Bereshus Hayachid, Divrei Hakomot. When it comes to Bereshus Hayachid, Divrei Hakomot, everyone agrees that it's going to be okay. So, what does the Gemara seem to imply? That according to Beis Shammai, it's Aser in public, but it's private, but it's Mutter in private, and that breaks one of the famous rules of Marasayin. That Marasayin is Aser Afidu Bechadrei Chadar. This is the Mar Makom for that. It says the Gemara halfway down, Ain it? Does Beis Shammai Shita really make any sense? No matter what, doesn't boys be shamai being lenient in private property? You can take the ladder from Shobach to Shobach, no problem. But in public, you're not because people will think you're going to be they're coming to patch the roof. That doesn't work with Marasai. Marasai is Asur Afil Bechedre Chadar. So says the Gemara. Uh, tanoi. Actually, it is a machlokes in the Tanoi as to whether or not we say that Marasayim is Aser even behind closed doors. The Tanya, two thirds, three fourths from the bottom, the Brysa writes to Tanya, Shodchan Bechama, if your clothes get all wet, Shodchan Bechama, you can lay out your clothes um, in the sun. However, only in private, not in public. Same exact Marmakom as Beis Shammai, same idea. But the laws of Reb Shimon Osher, and they hold absolutely not. No, it's not allowed. So we see that this shita of Beis Shammai is reflected in other Tanoim. That's only version one of understanding our mission. Here's version two, six, seven lines from the bottom. We're on Testament Aleph. Ikid Amre, Amar Abchaman, Barami Machlokes, Birshus Hayochit. The Beis Shammai is the Hud Rabbi Huda Marab, who Beis Hillel less the Hud Rabbi Huda Marab. The only Machlokes is in a Rishus Hayochit. Everyone agrees that, it, that in the Rishus Harabim, that it says the Gemara about the Shusarabim Divriakol Asr. Everyone agrees that it's Asr Bershusarab. And that's not where they have a Machlokas. The only Machlokas is within private property. And that's where we have the Machlokas between Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel. That one of them holds a Rabbi Huda Marab, 
where Yudavar Amarav was the shita that says that Marasayan is not allowed even the Chedre Chadar. That would be the shita of And the other shita would be that of, uh, of Beishama. Fine, very good. So says the Gemara, Leima Rav, the Amar Kebeishamai, that in this second version of the Gemara, Rav, who seems to say that it's going to be Asur, the Chedre Chadarim, is the same as Beishamai. We say that the Machloka is Beishamai Beishelel is only in private property, and Beishamai is Oser. That is the same Shita as Rav. So how can Rav and Beishamai be aligned? Nobody holds like Beishamai, says the Gemara, because Beishamai is not the only Tana who holds this way, the Tanoihi. The, Brisa, the, the Gemara says that there's a Brisa where we see that there's a Machlokas about the din of Rav. So we see that that's a Machlokas as well. And Rav is not holding like Beishamai, he's holding like the Mach Mushita of Shimon and um, Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon at the bottom of that page. And that brings us to the top of Tess on the base. Masnisin, our Mishnah, as we've learned it in either version, is not like the low key is not like the following Bryce. The Tanya, the Bryce writes, Omar of Shimon ben Elazar. If Shimon ben Elazar says, Modim This Bryce is totally different. This Bryce says that you are allowed to take a ladder from Shovach to Shovach. That which Beishamai explicitly stipulated was Aser. And it seems here that they agree. That's for sure. The only question was to return the ladder after using it, namely, because of the mitzvah of Simchas, of Simchas Yantiv, you are allowed to go to, from Shovach to Shovach, from chicken coop to chicken coop, and take whichever birds you need, no problem. That's not the Bachlok, as everyone agrees there. The only question is, can you put the ladder back to where you started? Interesting, Shiloh, if you bring your talus back on Shabbos, can you bring it back home? If you take a safer, you took your machzor for Rosh Hashanah, you brought it to Shul, can you bring it back home with the last hila on Shabbos, etc.? You bring it back in the morning after Musaf, and you're not going to bring it back. Is that mutter, yes or no? So that would be rooted in this machlokas as well. So Beishamai Omrim ain machzir. Beishamai says, no, we can't put it back. So clearly, this is not like our Mishnah, because our Mishnah says there's a machlokas from Shovach to Shovach, which doesn't apply here. All of this discussion only applies when the Sulam is specific to a Shovach, when everybody knows it's a Shovach ladder. It's a pigeon ladder. Everybody knows what it is. But if it says the Gemara, it's six lines down, Aval the Sulam Shel Aliyah, give your regular ladder, the one that you use for all of the things that you use to fix in your house, not a ladder that's specific to the Shabbat and Nivriach Kol Everyone says that that ladder is also, that's the Shita of Rebbe He says, well, not really. You, you can lean that, uh, well, seemingly that's what it means right now. You can lean that ladder from Chalon to Chalon. You just can't pick it up and move it. Moments, though others say, not only can you lean it uh, in the name of Rabdosa, but you can also be Medadin. Rashi explains Medadin. Uh, Rashi says three lines from the top. Rashi says, If you try to lean the window, it doesn't line up perfectly to the window. Fine. So you can kick the ladder a little bit, you just slide it on the ground. You can't make a hurry. It's all the old Shabbos issues. No, I'm fine. That's all good and fine. But you're allowed to slide the ladder. And then the Gemara tells a, um, a story that has two versions to it. The name the children of Rukhia, not the curious. They went to go check on their fields that were near the city. He also, when they got back, Amar Lahu, the father said to them, Rukhia said to his children, um, any halachic shilas come up while you were on the path? Says the Gemara, Amar Lo, Sulam Balia Dainu Hitrinu. 
there's a shaila about a sulam. Rashi points out this is a sulam that was a regular sulam and not a sulam that was specific to a shobach. He tarnu, and we were matir. We said everything is fine. We're going to say that this is allowed to be used. Omar lehem, absolutely not. You need to go out right now and tell them that what you said is not correct. And really, that ladder is also to use. How did, what was this misunderstanding? So it says the Gemara as follows. Inhu, the children, the sons, Savor, because Rabbi Huda said that there's no discussion about a sulam of the Aliyah, that that was only his opinion, but that implied the Tanakama that the Tanakama argued on that point, and really it was okay to use that ladder, the ladder that was a stam ladder, not specific to the uh, not specific to the Shabbat alone, but that was really an incorrect understanding. What was really the case, one third of the way down, Rabbi Huda really was just of the was just explaining the opinion of the Tanakama. How do we know that that's true? Because says the Gemara, what is the Brisa right? The Brisa writes that you're the Mishnah that you're taking the Sulam from one Shova to another Shova. And basically, Rafi is saying to his kids, if you thought that we were talking about a ladder that wasn't specific to a shova, then it shouldn't have said in the Mishnah, mi shovach l'shovach, sulam, mi shovach Why would it use that language from one to another? We're taking one from outside of the area of all of the, the chicken coops and bringing in a new one, mi That should have been the language. And because it wasn't that way, therefore, this must be what it means. Shel shovach in shel alo, and therefore the children were wrong. What was the what were the children? How would they have responded to that? How would the children have responded to that's a great argument? If you want to say that the Bryce implies that the ladder is a non-shovach ladder, then it should not have said mishovach the shovach. It should have said lishovach in the first place. Bring it from outside the chicken coop area to the chicken coop area. What were the children thinking? You're right that it says, but it doesn't qualify what type of sulam it was. So therefore, does it say that it's a sulam? It doesn't make a difference. It could have been any kind of letter. That was version one of the Shaila that the children brought back to Rabkhia. Here's version two. We're a little bit more than halfway down on Testament base. Ika de Amre, Amru Lo, um, we had a shaila about leaning a ladder from one location to keeping the feet in place of the ladder. This is talking about a regular ladder, a one that's called the sulam of the aliyah for the attic, but it's not one specific to the shobach. So it says the Gemara, we were asked a shaila about leaning this ladder, and uh, we were matir. Omar Lahem, the father said, you got it all wrong. Go back out and tell the family that you gave the lenience to lean their ladder, keeping the feet in place from one place to another. This regular ladder, a non-chicken coop ladder, one you buy from Lowe's, it's not specific. It says the Gemara, go out and tell them you made an error. How did the children misunderstand? It says the Gemara, Inhu Savar, Rabdosa. I might have thought, that that which the Tanakama was answering is exactly what Rabdosa was being matir. Says the Gemara, that's not true. Rabdosa was not being matir, uh, the sulam of, uh, of the Aliyah. He was being matir, a sulam of a shomach. Below, you misunderstood. Maidika shari Tanakama, ka'asa Rabdosa. 
that which uh, which the Tanakhama was being shari, which was to lean a ladder of a shobach, is what Rabdosa was forbidding, which was to lean a ladder of the uh, to, to lean a ladder of the of the, of the aliyah, and that's not allowed. That brings us to the two dots, two thirds of the way. It says the Gemara that our Mishnah had stated about um, that according to, to our Mishnah, that one was allowed to lean a ladder of a particular kind. Alma, what do we see from our Mishnah? If you just look at our Mishnah in a vacuum, it seems to be that Beisilah is very strict. You're not allowed to lean the, shov- the ladder from one Shobach to another. You can only do it under certain circumstances, and Beisilah is Mati. So that shows us that when it comes to Simchas Yom Tov, of being able to climb up and get a bird in order to shech the Simchas Yom, the Bishamah is more strict, he has more rules, and Basil is more lenient. Uriminhi, we're 12 lines from the bottom on Testament days. How can that be that that's, that that's the case, that Bishamah is the Machmer when it comes to Oneg to Simchas Yom Tov? That was the Mishnah that we started with on Dach Beis. That there he says you can dig on Yontif. That's a big kula. So we see that he's a mako when it comes to Simchas Yontif. seems to be the one who's strict. So Beishamai over here in our case seems to be the strict one, the Machmir one, because he doesn't allow the ladder to be moved from Shobach to Shobach. Yet in our Mishnah, he seems to be the lenient one, the mako one, because he allows the shoveling for Kisli Hadam. So Amar of Yochanan, and this is going to carry us to the next Mishnah. What does Rabbi Yochanan say? There's a mistake in one of these two sheets. Whose shita are we changing? Are we going to say that Beis Shammai is in fact the Machmir? Or are we going to say that Beis Hillel is in fact the Machmir? That's subject to a Machlokas in the Rishonim. It says the Gemara, this is not, how do you know that Rabbi Yochanan is right? Rabbi Yochanan did say the sentence, but we don't know where, where, exactly where he said it. It doesn't make sense that he said it here. Because why is this case a clear case of Muchlefes Hashita? Says the Gemara, maybe the only time Beis Shammai would have ever been lenient is if the shovel's already in there. But he wouldn't have been lenient if the shovel wasn't, wasn't in the ground. Maybe it's not. So it's not a good riot that Beis Shammai is a contradiction for himself. And furthermore, Maybe here Beis Hillel is only being lenient because the ladder of the Shobach is specific to the Shobach. It's not the one you buy from Lowe's. That's Mochiachalab but in a case where it's a non-Shobach ladder, no way. So no raya from here. Ella, Ella Ikashia, Ha Kasha. If there is a question that Rabbi Yochanan was answering, it must be in the following case of Beis four lines from the bottom. Here's another case of Beis Shama. is going to be strict here too. Four lines from the bottom, that the only time you can take an animal for anyantiv is if you physically pick it up and move it. Yeah, like a hagba, you literally pick it up in your hand in order to make some type of indicator that it's no longer going to be much and you're going to use it on yantiv. In regards to preparing an animal for yantiv, no, you just have to look and point. I don't know what do we see that here too. Beishamai requires that you do more in order to get to the point of simplicity. You have to physically pick up the animal and say, I'm using this kid, this chicken. Beishamai just says point. So we see the Beishamai is, is strict yet again. He's machmir when it comes to simplicity. Two lines from the bottom. How can that be? That doesn't work. Uh, we have our Mishnah, and our Mishnah indicated that Beishamai was the lenient one because he allowed the digging for the Kisrei Hadam. Maybe here, this is where we have Rav Yochanan. Maybe this is where Amar Rav Yochanan, Muchlef Hashita, 
Says the Gemara, no, even here too. Rabbi Yochanan is lav dafka, not necessarily the case that Rabbi Yochanan would say this here because Dilma Lohi, the Dilma Lohi, maybe that's not the case. Maybe Ad Khan lo ka'amar be shamay in our Mishnah, Lehecha de Ika Deker, no, it's turning to the top of Yudha Medala, Avalhecha de Leka Deker, no, it's low. Uh, maybe we would say that the case of our Mishnah is not a Raya. And not only that, Inami, maybe we would also say that Ad Khan lo ka'amar be Sevalhacha, Ela Kevan de Muktsahu, the Omeid. Uh, so maybe only over here would he be the lenient one, but maybe he wouldn't have had the same exact leniencies in regards to the case of the Shobach and the ladders, not Dafka. So therefore that doesn't work. If that's the case, then maybe we would get to the possibility of Rabbi Yochanan's answer answering a different question. Also, in another case, where's the case where we see that Beishama is being strict? What do we see? We see the Beishamai Omer may not lem esaeli lekatsei v'alav basar. You're not allowed to take a piece of wood. This is a klisha malach no so it's a specific piece of wood. And the halacha is that you're not allowed to repurpose that to be a cutting board. Okay, Beisil Matirim. Alma, what do we see? The Gabe Simchas Yom to Beishamai lechumra, Beisil alakuda. We see yet again. Uremenhi, we have the same exact kasha. Our Mishnah still the indicator that Beishamai was a big maker by Simchas Yom to because he allowed for the digging for Kisui Hadam. Or Minmi, the Bryce taught Narmishna, And maybe there, that's where Rabbi Yochanan would say, Rabbi Yochanan looks like Sashita. Says the Gemara there too. Rabbi Yochanan would not allow for such a thing. That's not, that's not such a good answer. Maybe Dilma Lohi, Ad Khan Lokam, notes. Maybe in our Mishnah, the only reason he was lenient is that the shovels already dug into the ground. That's the first possible reason, which is, as we've explained three, four times already, that our Mishnah is lav dafka according to Beishamai. You can't learn anything from our Mishnah about him being the Mahir, because that case, the shovel was already in the ground and all the dirt above it was considered to be released and, e- and easy to use. And Inami as well, right as we get to the wide lines, maybe we'd say that over here, the only reason why they sell those is because it has the status of a king. must therefore be that maybe if, if Rabbi Yochanan really was going to use his answer, that really the sheet is a Beishamai and Beishel are flipped, it's going to be in another place. Where was Beishamai? Machmer, first of the longest lines, third of the way down, heading toward the Mishnah. You're not allowed to put out leathers, uh, uh, hides on the ground. They didn't mind if people stepped on them or sat on them. You can't pick them up. The only way you can move them is if they have Kazai's Basar. He says you can pick that up anyways, and that too shows a chumrah alma. What do we see? So we see again that they shamai is the machmer. So remember, we should ask our kasha for the fifth time. From our mishnah, we see the they shamai is the mekel because he allows for kisui So says the Gemara yet again. No, Rabbi Yochanan's answer still doesn't work here. This is not sophisticated enough of a case to even need Beisham, to need Rabbi Yochanan's answer. Why? How do you know that Rabbi Yochanan would have a problem with this? Maybe Dilma, maybe this isn't the problem. Our Mishnah is not a raya that Beishama is of the opinion that we have a Chumrah because there is no Chumrah. Maybe it's only because the shovel was in the ground already by Kisri. 
And not only that, not only is, there, is it uh, easy to understand Beishamah in that way, but maybe the only reason why Beishamah was leaning here by the hides is because it's something that you can sit on. Forget about Moksas Mutzar to sit on. But he would not say the same thing in the other case. And therefore, there's there's no need for Rav Yochanan. Let's try for the very last time. Beishamah was of the opinion that storekeepers would have kind of these um, these trees and these kind of uh, enclosures, like blinds of some kind or doors that they, uh, he said, in the south and it's a trees and you couldn't remove them on Yom Tov, they said, well, would allow them. Alma, what do we see? We see that here, Beishama is strict yet again, asking the same question, or so we see the same passion. So the Gemara tries to explain, we can understand why there's no contradiction in Beishamai, the same answer we've given multiple times. As we've said five times already, that our Mishnah uh, of Beishamai and Dafes is not a raya for anything, because it's very possible that Beishamai, the dirt was already in the ground, all is fine and good by Beishamai. You can't learn anything about whether he's a Mahmoud. But this would be a problem for Beishamai, and maybe this is where of Yochanan would use his answer, Amar of Yochanan, Says the Gemara, no, still no, still Rav Yochanan is not necessary here, and we don't know where his where his line of Muflefes Ashita applied. Why not? Because Ad Kan Mukamre Beisel Al Hacha Ela Mishum Bein Binim Bekelim Bein Steer Bekelim. Maybe Beisel Al whatever is own leniency over here because he says you can take off the. Uh, you can take off the uh, the shades. You can take off the doors of these particular rooms. No problem at all, because there's no such thing as binyan and stira. There's no halachic issue of ain binyan and stira bekelim, and it's fine. Just remove the remove the coverings from the door, and all is well. Awesome, no. But in the other case, Basil wouldn't have said the same thing. So basically, in short, we've tried five different approaches to explain Rabbi Yochanan, um, and we weren't able to figure any of them out. And we'll stop right here at the Mishnah and pick up on Shabbos. And I hope you all have a beautiful night.